It's one of those things where I was trying to get information, the numbers for both of them, and I'm like, oh, a league of ordinary gentlemen. Not a whole lot of information on this. Nope. Let's see, I couldn't... Uh... Admittedly, I don't do a huge deep dive on <laughs> trying to find the <laughs> the numbers of these things. Found the opening weekend numbers, but it said a 2005 re-release, and I'm like, when was it released? I go to Wikipedia; it says uh, aired on PBS in April of 2006. <laughs> so. Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Was it uh, cumulative worldwide gross three hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars on IMDb anyway? For a League of Ordinary Gentlemen, mm -hmm. it's not bad. Opening weekend number I'm looking at is uh, four thousand four hundred ninety-eight dollars on one screen. Mm -hmm. One screen uh, doesn't seem like the type of movie that you'd like. Most, I guess, limited releases you'd open in like New York or LA. Uh, a movie about <laughs> Sad bastard bowlers who uh, basically are playing the Rodney Dangerfield card that they don't get no respect. Uh, I don't know how much that plays in the uh, in the coast. I think that's a Heartland type movie. <laughs> well, they go on about all the elitism that sudden you know <laughs> is it out against their sport. You're definitely not going to open with hey a bowling documentary in New York, Chicago, and L.A. <laughs> there was a. Uh... There was apparently a Will Ferrell movie that came out this month that we're not covering, Kicking and Screaming, a soccer movie. I never saw that. He pretty much touched all the bases on the sports. Ice his, skating, right? He did that. <laughs> ice skating, NASCAR driving, uh, soccer, basketball. Was the ice skating uh, one successful? I know Talladega Nights is and sort of has remained, uh, at least in – it's remained good for GIFs, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the one with Napoleon Dynamite as two male figure skaters. I don't know if that one stuck around. Uh, the only GIF that really gets used from that one is whenever we have our inevitable Jan versus Pam uh, uh, yeah. fist fights in the... In the <laughs> yeah, our circle of friends. There's, it's really a, you know, we are a divided country. And uh, I guess it can come down to if you find uh, Pam from The Office to be the the supreme uh, sex conquest of all time, and half of our friends seem to seem to have that. She's the was it Raquel Welch? And, like if if we were doing our version of Shawshank, which I guess can bring in Longest Yard about Adam Sandler going to prison to play football, which boy, that's what a what a hard life he's got there. Um, <laughs> our version of Shawshank Redemption, you would know uh, if our friends. If they, which ones put up a poster of Pam, which ones were using it for, you know, old fashioned pleasure, uh, me and you, it would be a prison break for sure. <laughs> that would be the only reason <laughs> she would be up on the wall. She is the vanilla ice cream with no toppings whatsoever of, uh, I don't understand our friends on a, on a daily basis, but that one really, I don't That's get it. Around. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, we do have. Uh, you, you said you do a minimal amount of research, just kind of looking at the numbers. We do have a true, mm-hmm. I guess, forgotten film with a league of ordinary gentlemen uh, appealing to a very small market of people that may find it in the uh, five dollar DVD bin at Walmart. You know, they may <laughs> be like Gollum finding the One Ring, where we celebrate men with. Huge uh, beer bellies, stuff in their face with pretzels as they get ready to uh, compete in athletics. Look what I found under the <laughs> thing of Oreos. Which a is DVD of basically bowling. being a bowler as well. Uh, <laughs> my research, uh, and you could, you know, Google will know. My search history this week is I was watching uh, a, a copy of Longest Yard, which I actually own on DVD. I uh, purchased it for a dollar from a used bookstore, and um, that's about right. <laughs> but there was really a there was a investment. there was a pause, Jared, at the beginning of the film when Courtney Cox comes in to basically just play the usual Adam Sandler. I'm a woman in this film, so I'm a nag, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm in this case I'm nagging him over. It's extreme. It's like bullshit. Like you know, you have to put on this stupid. What is it like a it's like a, like a cartoony sailors, yeah, like Popeye or something. Come down, put yeah. this on to come down to my party, which makes no sense. So I'm on Adam Sandler's side, but then the other side of it is like uh, maybe you drink and leech off me too much, and you lay around and watch ESPN Classic all day, and then I'm like, okay, I'm back on her side. But what <laughs> really puts me on her side, and what caused the only research I did for the podcast, her boobs are ginormous in this movie and i felt like <laughs> finally you get to it <laughs> i felt like i know i've seen ace ventura uh yeah. a few times in my life i didn't watch much friends but it was kind of hard to escape it during its many uh bouts of syndication i can't say that i've ever had thoughts of like oh yeah that's a that is a well-endowed woman that courtney cox Arquette, uh, the Scream series, you know, that you would think if it's going to come out at any point, that would be, you know, for being a Scream queen, but that's, that's not there. Uh, I, <laughs> I found myself on, <laughs> on a bodybuilding forum. Like there was two different bodybuilding forums, separate ones that were attacking this. Like it was the city of Atlantis trying to figure it out. <laughs> it was these, it was these old message boards, uh, where the images, like whatever uh, link, like hyperlink uh, that they had to, they're all dead links, but they're talking about it like it's a, a Sapruder film. And I felt like, man, am I am I one of these people? Because I was like, if, you put me on this message board, I'm not one of you, but there's some sort of common denominator here, which is, for whatever reason, we can't just accept, like, well, this is nice. It's a nice change of pace. <laughs> We have to know why. Why? Why do we have to know how this came about, Jared? What What is it that got me so curious about it? Other than it's an excuse to uh, take screenshots and you know give it a, a good once over. There will never be <laughs> more effort put into anything on the internet than when a bunch of guys get together <laughs> to try and prove something about boobs or ass. <laughs> I swear I, that. That's so comical to me because I've I've <laughs> looked at these forums where you've had like, okay, we had that big massive uh, iCloud dump of uh, mm, yep. stuff recently, couple I mean a couple years ago or whatever, and then you have guys that will like <laughs> take pictures of them like on red carpets and then impose it over like the nude. <laughs> pictures where it's like, see this birthmark and this mullet matches correctly. <laughs> this is definitely her. <laughs> I, I guess I should go on the record, which uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I will neither confirm nor deny if I've uh, ever been exposed to such material that was hacked and leaked. <laughs> but <laughs> I did feel like, as I guess an Adam Sandler uh, connoisseur on this podcast, we talked about uncut gems, and I think we got a Big Daddy mentioned in that that conversation. Uh, that in that particular film, it's a plot point that one of the characters, I think it's. Is it Leslie Mann? Is that her name? The uh, the Judd Apatow's uh, real life partner in life. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she plays a character um, who gets on to Adam Sandler, and she previously worked at Hooters. And I, that, my biggest issue with Big Daddy, other than I, I don't find it really that funny, is like why is this character attacking this woman for this reason? Like what? Like an Adam Sandler type should be all about it should be congratulating his buddy like good job good work good effort as a human same to you ma'am <laughs> i thought for sure we were gonna get a joke here because i'm like okay yeah this is you know <laughs> some sort of as you you were a fan of practical effects <laughs> <There's> some <laughs> tape some lifting <laughs> some gel like substance you know corking the bat a little bit i thought there's gonna be there's no gags here about it other than i guess nope. she's uh She's a, a relic of his previous success that it's like a, I guess not his wife, but like a trophy like relationship that he can no longer maintain. Cause he's just like a couch potato. Now he's, he's just a loser. But the, other than that, they make no mention of the fact that, uh, yeah, she is, she is not the girl next door from friends. If she ever was, <laughs> or the Bruce Springsteen video, which is <laughs> dancing on the stage dancing in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, I guess it... almost 10 minutes into the conversation. I, the only thing I'll give us credit for Jared is we started with the league of ordinary gentlemen. Mm. And then, then we got to what we wanted to talk about here. The longest <laughs> yard. <laughs> I'm glad it's just you and me being honest with each other right now, because if Josh was in here, it'd be like, yeah, Jared, you like them fucking boobs. Didn't you, you like them big, stupid boobs? At the I, I, the I, as the editor, I'd play the, the sound effects, you know, the, the, the boner sounds and all that. <laughs> can't really play it on myself. Uh, I promise you there is, there is a sporting event in this film, which is all manner of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't feel like anyone took seriously. So we do have, you know, two movies based around the world of sports, but I feel like it's in honor of the other film, A League of Ordinary Gentlemen, that we are we're doing as they would do, as far as yeah. <laughs> eye on the prize, what's what's important here. Other than that, longest yard. It's a huge hit. Like I, I pulled up the numbers here, Jared. A fucking comedy making almost sixty million dollars over a holiday weekend. Uh would not happen now. That's I mean, <laughs> this is fifteen years ago and this was like event status, like Adam Sandler there was the pigskin round with Chris Rock and a bunch of his stupid friends and various wrestlers uh, using <laughs> racial slurs throughout the film. <laughs> oh, I. This was one of those cases where I really don't think people should make important life decisions until they're like 30 years old. You have got to be kidding me. There's a huge party going on downstairs. I forgot about that. I'll tell you what you should forget about. Football. Because it has forgotten all about you. I need some alone time to think about our future. Do not get one scratch on my car. <laughs> We're receiving word now that the driver is former Pittsburgh quarterback Paul Crew. Well, I hope they like this. <laughs> Good news, boys. I didn't spill my beer. 
All wrecking crew. I've called in quite a few favors to get you here. Welcome to Allenville, superstar. You're gonna put together a team of inmates to play against my guards. I just wanna do my time. Your time here will be a whole lot easier if you just participate. That's gonna cost you. Looking forward to it. You play football? Man, I was so bad at sports, they used to pick me after the white kicks. Looks like you could use some help here. That goes the neighborhood. We could get a free shot at the guards. Oh, we could kill them. He broke it my nose. Let me see it. Let me see it. Here we go. How's it look? Straighter, more distinguished. Kind of like a young Michael Jackson. I love little Michael. Well, we may not have the most talented team. Somebody bring me a Diet Coke! But we will definitely have the meanest. Krill, I'll see you on the field. I think he's in love with you. This could shape up as an epic day. Hot dog vendors, high-powered rifles, I love the combination, and the fans do too. I want you to lose. I can't do that. Suit yourself. Spend the next 25 years in prison. The guy is scared. Scared of you, sick, degenerate convicts. Run, Forrest, run! You can do it! Get your old can in the end zone! Wow! Who are we gonna crush? The gods! Who are we gonna kill? The gods! Who are we gonna kiss? The gods! Gotcha. from now on you call a fair game because i remember i was 21 when this came out and i remember (laughs) the one thing that i do remember about it is you're complaining about (laughs) how chris rock dies in a spoiler (laughs) alert i remember you like to the level of like presidential campaigning over this is the stupidest thing and the stupidest movie that's stupidest stupid that's ever stupided there is an assassination (laughs) and i guess the film plays it that it's an attempted assassination on adam sandler now star imprisoned quarterback who has been pushed by the warden and these various people do something he does not want to do which is play football and then when he does just that he has the audacity to be good at it considering jared this is if like Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Tom Brady. That, that's how they build him up, right? Except he's, uh, I guess, like a Pete Rose version of those guys. He has a gambling problem, and so he, you know, very schmo doughy version. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, you know I, I, they make the smart move, I guess, of not killing Chris Rock because as you've already <laughs> stated, I've held a grudge against this movie for fifteen years for this stupidity. But at the very least, Chris Rock. They say up front, like, uh, I don't have an athletic bone in my body. And I'm like, yeah, because that would not make sense. If you saw Chris Rock out there, like, lining up at tight end, like, just bowling <laughs> people over, uh, just not going to happen. It's bad enough that we have, what, uh, is it Nelly here? Like, Yeah, Nelly is the running back. Yeah. The, uh, there should be, a, well, not a podcast you and I would do because we uh, – <laughs> Maybe maybe we would be absolutely right. Have two white guys from Kentucky doing. <laughs> let's do a series on hip hop artists uh, and their failed attempts to be movie stars. <laughs> Even have Eminem in here, which I think is one of the few that uh, I guess was uh, you know he did one movie and was acclaimed for it, and then he's like, all right, that's enough, not doing any more. Adam Sandler, though, as uh, supposedly the like the elite of his era quarterbacks, I, I don't know how tall the man is, but I do know that as much as I complain about uncut gems, he definitely fits desperate gambler more than he does 
a professional quarterback. <laughs> they nailed that part. He's got that. Uh, he's got just that look about him. And there's nothing about him that screams varsity athlete, <laughs> NFL MVP, a sweaty, uh, degenerate gambler. Sure. How, he's five ten. He's five ten. So it's not outside of the realm. Although Drew Brees is like what six. Six, six two, six one, something like that. Six one. I think Drew Brees is about the same height as we are, and they and look at him as just like anomaly amongst yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, he's an outlier. Like yeah, like you want to be like six four to six six or something. So yeah, five ten. But I'm looking at his other. Uh, I, I guess the the guys he keeps around to make himself look good. They've got uh, people also search for. I guess his wife. Uh, so I won't besmirch her, but uh, Rob mm. Schneider, 5'3", David Spade, 5'7". I'm like, oh, okay, so he is the athlete <laughs> among the, <laughs> the Happy Madison crew. <laughs> He's fucking cream in their pickup games. <laughs> Do you ever see it? There was a video that was going around Twitter, I think during the un- Uncut Gems, like sort of uh, fever uh, that mm-hmm. swept, <laughs> you know, 0.04% of the population and was... <laughs> was king on film Twitter of him playing basketball like recently and he's overweight. He's actually not bad. He makes the right pass. He's got a good, decent jump shot. Like he can barely move. It's definitely (laughs) half court sets, but uh, yeah, maybe that would have been his his thing. Back to the killing of Chris rock. (laughs) (laughs) This this is a a movie about perceived, I guess, power dynamics. Mm -hmm. Do they, they really have to go to assassination. To, to to not to, to for the guards to win their stupid little game, like they don't think that would draw more attention. That the only famous person, presumably in their prison, there was a bomb in his cell. It's not not that he got stabbed. You know, I mentioned Shawshank here. It's not somebody just coming up behind him and beating him over the head or anything of that nature. Now let, let's go way out there. We've got a fucking pyromaniac in here. He'll do the trick. Not with a light bulb. The stereo. The, the as Chris Rock says, like the racist <laughs> country music playing, we put an end to that, it ends your life. <laughs> the last trick of a neo-Nazi in prison. I guess they had to do something to make it look like an actual prison because the rest of it is so goofy that there's no like this is just like they're they're held against their <coughs> their wishes and that's it. There's no prison. It's like a summer camp. There's an, it's like yeah, I can't. There's no, there's no beatings. There's no rapes. There's, I mean, everything is played to. Uh, haha, you slept with the gay black cheerleader. <laughs> but other than that, like it's, uh, I don't know. So that's the one one time where we have a kind of snap back to reality. But even then, it's so ridiculous. Like <laughs> the stereo blows up. <laughs> like it's dude. He is on fire. There's a slow-mo moment <laughs> where they cut to, you know, the, the door slams shut so no one can get into uh-huh. to help him to put out the fire. Uh, Adam Sandler uh, not doing his uh, his best, not even punch drunk love, but I wouldn't even say his uh, Spanglish level of uh, <laughs> of theatrics as he, like, screams in agony watching Chris Rock burn to death in front of him. Immediate, immediate fade, fade to black funeral. <laughs> Chris, Chris, <laughs> this is a dumb comedy, and I know I've seen the original because I did a podcast on it, uh, and I don't remember individual scenes that much, but I do remember tonally, I guess because of the premise, the Burt Reynolds one is a comedy because it's fairly high concept, but it's almost just played like 
a, a pure sports movie as far as like here's the situation and can they beat the guards. That's it. And it, it's just played like, yeah, these guys would like the opportunity to physically put hands on people that have power over them. And that's that's the extent of it. But yet you mentioned Tracy Morgan with uh, you know a little homophobic humor, which that's uh, going to play to the Sandler crowd, especially <laughs> especially in this this time period. A lot of homophobia in the DVD days. Anything that was a popular DVD purchase or rental, mm. uh, <laughs> I can say I don't know if there is any of that in League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Don't think so. Don't uh, <laughs> maybe secretly. It's <laughs> not voiced. They're all very straight and all very. <laughs> if that's their trophy wives of the bowling league, then <laughs> no offense, ladies. But Ooh. Jared, Jared's accusing some of being beards here <laughs> for champion bowlers. That's all, well, the only way I can rationalize a couple of them because they have some of those at home uh, videos. So I'm like, good lord, Walter Ray, you've made like five million dollars, and this is the best you can do. Excuse me, yes. are you guys bowling fans? Yes, we sure are. Yeah, I bowled as a kid. It's what you did. It was cool. Bowling was big. It was bigger than football. The word bowling is funny. Big belly beer drinking yeah. idiots. Perceptions are very difficult to change over the years. Americans don't spend as much time either in bowling leagues or other common activities. We have to do something about that. We desperately need credibility. Our value is limited unless we do things to push our value up. We live in the United States of entertainment. And the two things that drive our business are the audience and sponsors, not the players. And in the United States of entertainment, the one sin you cannot commit is to bore somebody. If you want it to be big, you want to get on the air with a bang. Bam! You are being given a privilege because of your skills. A lot of guys my age feel a little resentment. I try to convey a positive image. You get Pete Weber, just the opposite. We were contacted about sponsoring the sport. Basically anyone who has uh, stinky feet. When Pete finished his match, he said, I want to play the best in the world. And Walter Ray looked at him and said, bring it on. I made a decision to basically give my entire life to bowling. Go for it! Spectacular. I just want it to be a great show, and I think we're getting there. We've come a long way, baby. How cool is this? I like the drama. I love it. I love it. It doesn't get any better than this. I I would have to think if this was uh, they have this guy in League League of Ordinary Gentlemen, uh, I guess has been brought in to to whip the whole league into shape, like to bring it to oh, yes. like the twenty first uh, century. Steve Miller, the guy from Nike or something, comes up and then you know he starts cussing them immediately, saying they're like <laughs> they're they're too boring. No one wants to watch this shit. And like you know they're they're premier athletes. He, he talks out both sides of his mouth, basically like mm-hmm. they're not entertaining enough. But I'm also looking at him. If I'm sitting in there, I'm like, dude. Like it's not a game where anybody's guarding each other. Like we're going up and we're throwing a ball down a lane. And I don't know, Jared. You're definitely you. You got into bowling a little bit more when you were younger, as far as yeah, uh, as a hobby now. Um, <clears throat> and so you're, you know, you're. I would say you're probably a decent player, as far as when I've, I've the few times we've played together. Whereas I am not. And <laughs> <laughs> like, is this like when you're when you're into this? Mm. Do, do they think? Did they think that this movie? <laughs> you're, you're talking about the beard, <laughs> not a bearded <laughs> lady, but one acting her her roles as a beard for this man. You see this? Does this make you think? Yeah, man, I want to get into this sport. Like, <laughs> there's I don't care how they dress it up. It's almost like their desire to make it sexy 
and uh, better TV makes it even more dorky than if they just played it straight. Like if you just had guys up there smoking silent and throwing a ball down there. I mean, what, I don't know. It just, it seems like it makes it worse for me that they're like trying so hard. Just kind of accept what you are. That's a great point that, uh, that would definitely be a lot cooler to me if they would not have like these, like this crazy amount of production and get up that they're obviously just wasting money on. Like just be at a bowling alley. Don't like section off all these lanes and have like this gallery of fucking nonsense. What's, what's like going to be your move this week? What's your move? Your <laughs> It's a, like you said, it is what it is, man. Like I was thinking that in my head was, this is a sport that the barriers of entry are so low. Like when you think about it, like the NBA or the NFL or MLB, like you have to be something special. And I'm not saying like these guys would not whip my ass at bowling a hundred times out of a hundred. Of course they would, but it's like, this isn't impressive. Like <laughs> if anybody practices enough, they could probably get pretty close to, I mean, and and you're it's not competing in mechanics, anybody. isn't it? Yeah, mechanics. It, it takes skill, mind you. But I mean, like you're not competing against anybody. It's just you against these pins, and then you tally up a point total. Like like you said, you're not guarding anybody. Like they're not allowed to fucking move or even whisper, or the the bowlers go insane like golfers. So, <laughs> which that might have been, you know, if they we have this one guy that's in there, like the saddest of all sad bastards. That was. I guess good when he was younger. That's the other thing is you notice oh, like Wayne Webb. I guess it is like you know golfing is a good comparison there because it seems like it's totally mental because these guys, mm -hmm. some of them have been good for decades, and so it's like if they just can uh, you know maintain that ability to to kind of do this repetitive thing over and over again mm -hmm. and not deviate from it, not lose their concentration. Uh, it seems like you can have a long career of not entirely Courtney Cox. Uh, t type women like Adam Sandler gets in the longest yard. Uh, but this guy, uh, whether it's just drinking or he just like, clearly he's someone who has lost his edge and passion for it. And it's, uh, it's pretty depressing to, to watch, uh, because he <laughs> basically talks about how he had money when he had it, he spent it, partied hard. And, but now he's, uh, he's entering the golden years, apparently of bowling, which I didn't even think existed. I, I thought you, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, how how old do you have to get? Like, you get in your 60s, maybe? 60s, maybe you lose it? <laughs> Bowling retirement is dying. Yeah. <laughs> when would you be physically incapable of, of bowling well? I, I figure you have... Yeah. I mean, at least in golf, I guess you have to, you know, you have to walk a little bit. <laughs> walk around. That's okay. I'm going to uh, switch back to Longest Yard. Another mm -hmm. issue I have with it, other than the, the strange killing of Chris Rock, the guards <laughs> here. Everything is, you know, I mentioned the wrestling moves. We have actual mm -hmm. WWE performers in this, and you have these giants, these huge hulking men. Oh, I imagine, I mean, they have to, they, the fictional versions now have to all be sadists, not the, the actors themselves, although maybe for participating in this movie, but <laughs> because you can't imagine these prison guards are making that much. And the the only thrill they get is beating and like hurling out racial slurs to people and then playing football, which I didn't even know was a thing. Is is there a, like a nationwide prison guard <laughs> sporting <laughs> league? Because they, they spend a lot of their working hours, as far as I can tell, 
playing crab ass with each other and not guarding the prisoners who are just kind of left to their own wet, hot American summer antics of hacking computers and figuring out their star <laughs> ratings like they're playing GTA. I don't, I mean, I, I didn't look into it, but it seems like that's a, uh, a trope amongst prison movies. That apparently there's a lot of damn football being played in between guarding maniacs and <laughs> criminals. <laughs> I mean, thank God the prisoners here are not really at all threatening like one of the gags i hate is uh you have one that can uh, bring in mcdonald's at a whim so he's always got cheeseburgers oh. in his pants and like with a lot of m sandler movies once they introduce the joke and it doesn't work it's almost like the uh i guess like a meme or something like if we repeat it enough it'll become humorous i even looked up on letterbox and some people were like yeah the movie's not that good but that mcdonald's bit slayed me and i'm like what are you talking about how old are you <laughs> I say that's some retroactive Terry Crews fandom. It has to be because that doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, I think we both like Terry Crews, but it, yeah, it made me feel worse for him. To, <laughs> that's his one gag. Like, I mean, he's a oh, hulking Terry, specimen. What are you doing? <laughs> and they also, it's like they decided Terry Crews is not big enough. So let's get like two or three other guys who are bigger than him on this. And I mean, the goodness, like, I mean, this this prison system. Really, they ought to rehabilitate these guys and get them into the NFL. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if the government can subsidize that and make it make a buck off of it. But it, uh, as I said, I don't remember too much from Burt Reynolds one, but I do remember them looking far more like the bowlers from League of Ordinary Gentlemen, just sort of gruff guys and mm. not these roided out monsters. That then that's on both sides of the ball, the guards and the the prisoners here, but. Then we, then we get to the fucking football, Jared. It's just, it's all. I, I, is there a sports movie where there's not trick plays galore? Like everything that is successful is a ridiculous trick play. Has anybody ever watched a football game that has ever done the <laughs> the writing for a football scene? Like I know we've touched on that a, a hundred times in our podcasting uh, history, but. Have they ever played a game of Madden, even? Because Madden, you try that nonsense. Like, I mean, that's the problem with, like, playing, like, a a video game like it, or I guess other, like, sports games. You kind of find the one vanilla play that works, and you just spam it over and over. Like, there's actually the the more (laughs) coordinated, choreographed, and fancy, where it's like the ball goes here, now it goes here, then it goes there. You're just leaving yourself open for uh, not only that not working, but uh, high, high uh, likelihood of a turnover. But yeah, you get in here and suddenly Sandler, it's like he created the game or something or <laughs> something they've never seen before, which usually involves like an off. I think that's even how Varsity Blues in. Doesn't like an offensive lineman catch the ball like on like a tip, like a purposeful tip in the air, and then he just like slowly trods into the end zone? <laughs> Why would we use one of our? Why would we use a Terry Crews? Terry Crews in peak human condition. No, we're not going to use him. <laughs> Let's bring in seventy-year-old Burt Reynolds to do a, like a fullback dive. <laughs> I'm really I'm talking myself uh, into this me. this bowling movie more and more. Like, I, there's nothing. <laughs> I was going to say like with bowling, the better people are at it, the more mm. uh, reverence you hold their skills. With bowling, mm-hmm. the more boring the game becomes because it's like, well, that's another mm-hmm. another strike. All the pins are down, and you're just waiting <laughs> for one of them to mess up one time, and then that's that's the extent of it. 
So it's very different from Longest Yard, which is, I, I mean, they say they're playing football, but I don't, they're, at some point, Adam Sandler does a wet willy to someone, and it's, <laughs> my it's... wife grabbed my arm during that, when that happened. It was like she knew, like she could feel like steam coming mm. off me, she's like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they they have these movies for people, like people that don't watch football, I guess they're like really trying to wow whoever it is that's trying to watch this movie that doesn't know a damn thing about football. <laughs> if you consume it at any sort of normal pace, you'd look at these things like they pull off like flea flickers and there's a fumble ruski, like you said, with fucking Burt Reynolds dragging his 70 year old ass four yards to get leveled <laughs> by Brian Bosworth. <laughs> You've got, uh, misdirection so Adam Sandler can of course score the last uh, two points I mean it's just if you have anybody in your viewing party that goes to watch this they'll I mean they can tell you right away none of this looks like football like uh, that whole like nine men uh, out wide or whatever like that play like it, it's just it's a mess I'm finding uh, I just pulled up a uh, you know what is Prison leagues, you know, these exist and apparently do. Now, I can't find anything as far as, like... Be the... careful what you see. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's my, my Google search is going to be very strange because, like, man, this, <laughs> this guy was looking up Courtney Cox's breasts and now he's <laughs> looking at prison prison pornography here. So I can't find anything about the guards because they're the ones who are being paid. They're on presumably on the clock to be playing a game. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, apparently there was uh, your Chicago Bulls originally drafted a guy named Pee Wee Kirkland, uh, who turned down the opportunity to play with the Bulls. I'm assuming this is way back in the day, uh, because the offer he received uh, was less than money, less than the money he was making hustling on the street. That's, <laughs> that is clearly a different time period. We're like, oh, the Bulls called, but I'm, I'm good at my local park. You know, I just <laughs> play horse. I can make more money than playing for the Chicago Bulls. He was arrested a few years later, uh, and he found himself playing in a, uh, uh, a team representing the Lewisburg Penitentiary. So I mm. guess that's probably as close as you'll get to mm. an Adam Sandler sort. I think the the, the biggest issue I have with, uh, and so maybe like a sports documentary, I'm always going to go that direction, mm -hmm. is the, the best thing about sports is, is it is a story that you can watch, well, used to be able to watch before the, the mm. current times we live in now where everything is on hold. Uh, where you didn't know how it was going to end, and there, there's a uh, you know there's some dramatic finishes, and it's it's it is like watching a movie without the stupid trick play shit usually, <laughs> um, but it doesn't really translate as well to to knowing that someone crafted this bullshit. <laughs> like if, if you and I saw like a flea flicker every once in a while, mm -hmm. that's worthy of being on the old fashioned like Sports Center top ten list mm -hmm. for the night. <laughs> if every play. If if you knew on first, second, and third down they were going to attempt a flea flicker, you you would throw your hands up and say enough, enough of this nonsense. <laughs> I'm not supporting this game anymore because they're out there making jackasses of us all. <laughs> they're giggling and they're teeing. Yeah, it's just I, it. Well, I mean, it it doesn't really surprise me at the end of the day. Like you, you've got some of the worst script writing I've ever seen in my life. So why should I be surprised that they go to the actual football game and then you've got trick plays and then Paul crew decides he wants to throw the game and then he decides he doesn't want to throw the game. He, uh, 
decides that like one fucking football game that's meaningless means 20 more years in prison, which is okay with him. That, I, that again, that's, I believe in Lord of the Rings, elves and orcs more than I believe somebody went in a football game to spend 20 more years in prison. It's funny because, you know, I, I talked about the old one, like, you know, just embracing the, like this, the ability to put hands on the guards and mm-hmm. the beginning of the game. That's all his teammates care about is just beating the shit out of the guards. Like they're, they're celebrating like they've already won just because mm-hmm. they have a, a moment of freedom to get a, a bit of revenge and justice, I guess. And so you have him giving them like a lecture along with uh, Coach Reynolds, who uh, has dressed up for the game and stands there and <laughs> not foreboding at all, is it? Huh. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it it made me think like, man, I'm so glad Bill Belichick just wears a lot of layers and hoodies because <laughs> I did not see need to see like the curves that he's got everywhere, like in this <laughs> tight fucking uniform. It's bad enough with Adam Sandler, who is not the physical specimen that his. Uh, uh, his girlfriend is in this movie, but Certainly. yeah, seeing that they both lecture them, say, you know, this should mean more. And they all apologize to him. And then of course, James Cromwell is like, Hey, I want, I begged you to play this game. Uh, then someone, one of the guards tried to kill you. Uh, now we're going to frame you for that murder of Chris Rock. Uh, if you don't throw the game, it just what is happening here? What, you know, <laughs> you, you actually have ESPN on site for a fucking prison game. Chris Berman, who I was hoping would be stabbed, like in the film. <laughs> Please, I, I give a thumbs up. Him that doing his fucking guy. Whoop! <laughs> like as, as he's being chased around by shit, <laughs> bumbling and stumbling, bleeding out. <laughs> uh, but you know, a lot of things. That's the problem with the Adam Sandler movies, I guess, because the appeal is also to like twelve-year-olds as well mm-hmm. and younger. Uh. I could accept the wet willy nonsense if it would go if it would go darkly comic in that. If you knew that Chris Berman <laughs> was going to be murdered at some point, I'm very I'm forgiving then. I'm not as in a state of rage. You got to throw something to the people that are in there for the dark comedy. Like, I mean, it's it's not that unheard of. Like, he boxes the fuck out of Bob Barker and uh, Happy Gilmore. Like, he does stuff that's you know off. <clears throat> out of left field and you know slightly violent and dark comedy so why not like especially chris berman i don't know a single person that likes chris berman i always like the uh when sandler's in his uh you know his his comedies which i admittedly i've not kept up with his uh i guess netflix offerings i watched the one with jennifer aniston and didn't really care for it um but like you bring up happy gilmore billy Masson, where he is i guess the butt of the joke like I, guess, I think Wedding Singer really was the change, and I, I liked Wedding Singer at the time, where it's like he decided, no, no, I'm going to be the the guy making fun of other people. Do you remember uh-huh. he like makes fun of his friend for like dressing like an idiot, like dressing like Michael Jackson, and you're <laughs> looking at him with his like Jerry curl, and so and I'm like, who are you to be making fun of anybody? Like I get insanely defensive <laughs> over these supporting characters in Adam Sandler comedies, but yeah, like if if he was just playing like a complete like raged out freak in this where everything was his fault. Like, I think it's a better movie, but instead he's the guy looking out, like he's surrounded by nerds and he's going to like bring them up to his level. Like of of the cool guy. This doesn't work for me. (laughs) I'm afraid we're going to get that with Pete Davidson too. Cause I feel like Pete Davidson, like the, the one we, uh, big time adolescence we talked about, Mm -hmm. he's like the, the 
semi cool guy, but he's also by the end of it sort of the butt of the joke as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can. There's a lot of things I can't really face going forward in my life, Jared. <laughs> I don't know if we can face five years from now Pete Davidson, uh, romantic comedy hero, where he's the guy making pointing at I don't know Fankers. Jason Sudeikis and be like, "Your beard is stupid," and I'm just like, <laughs> I just. It's a good thing movie theaters probably are not open right now. Like, <laughs> he's gonna have to cure that uh, perpetual greasy and dirty look about him. He's well, that. laser removal and some of the the tattoos that are you know increasingly all over his his skin might do it. I, I have to get to the one thing I, I gave this two and a half stars on uh, Letterboxd. I prefer the League of Ordinary Gentlemen, even though I can't say that it was an enjoyable experience. It just kind of made me sad and feel slightly awkward for these guys. Like I felt like just leave them alone. <laughs> like I like, I don't mind knowing that there's professional bowlers that make their money. But as you said, when I see their life and see that even the, like the tiger woods of bowlers or the Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and then I see what his home life looks like. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> God, this is suitably bowling. Isn't it was it? one of the, it was honestly like that. A league of ordinary gentlemen, maybe my final thought on it. It was one of the times, usually it was a documentary, especially one that came out in 2005. I think it was on the festival circuit in 2004. I'd be like, oh, what happened to those guys? I didn't want to look up because I didn't want to like see like <laughs> former PBA champion and uh, star of a League of Ordinary Gentlemen documentary put a bullet in his head. Like, <laughs> I just, like, I don't know if you got those vibes. I'm watching this, even the more successful ones. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if they're still happy, but it's like this, uh, you know, hopefully, but I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look under the bed. I'm not going to look in the closet for the boogeyman for the, the sad bastard bowling man, boogeyman. No, not going to do it. <laughs> but I did give longest yard two and a half stars because I had totally forgotten. It has perhaps the greatest ending of all time. And by ending there's a sequence where William Fickner is being implored by James Cromwell to, to shoot Adam Sandler in the back with the <laughs> sniper rifle that they have on hand. And it's this tense moment where he's like begging and pleading for Sandler to turn around before he, he ends him. And he doesn't. I mean, that that could have been funny. But you, <laughs> <laughs> they walk off Sandler alive, unfortunately. And you have Michael Irvin and this other guy dunking James Cromwell with the Gatorade splash at the end, saying good game, taunting him, of course, because he didn't get what he wanted, but the prisoners won. The camera just zooms in on his face, and they they exit the screen giggling like idiots. And (laughs) he's telling them their punishment's going to be a week in the hot box. And off screen, right before the directed by comes up, your Michael Irvin just scream out, "Who gives a shit?" And then the music plays. <laughs> you can ask my my poor wife that watches these things with me. I went back and rewound that probably ten times, <laughs> and I found a YouTube clip that at this point our listeners are probably going to hear it five times because I'm just going to mm-hmm. drop it in randomly whenever you and I like sigh heavily. <laughs> it just it just encapsulates. The whole movie for me. Just the who gives a shit. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Finally, some honesty. <laughs> I saw it reprieved to reality right before. <laughs> I thought it was going to be this kind of uh, cathartic, uh, <coughs> living vicariously feeling of like, yes, shoot Sampler. <laughs> shoot Sampler in the back. <laughs> 
no. I mean, that, there was that, but I knew the movie was going to disappoint me there because I'm like, well, surely, yeah. God, if I'd, I mean, you remembered me 15 years after the fact ranting about how they killed Chris Rock. So, like, surely if they'd <laughs> killed Sandler, I'd have kept my mouth shut and be like, all right, fair is fair. But no, it's the, the James Cromwell Gatorade bath <laughs> where, it, it, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to compare it to a much better movie. It's very Cool Hand Luke mm. in that brief moment where it's like, yeah, you've got all the basically the day-to-day practical power over me as far as like when I can eat, when I can sleep and what activities I can participate in, even though that includes months of training for a football game. But ultimately if someone (laughs) does not give a shit what you can say or do to them, you can't, you can't win. I mean, you're just going to be an old crusty white guy just drenched in (laughs) flavored water. And it just, it tickled me to no end that it it ends on his face of just absolute despair that Michael Irvin <laughs> is is happy, is happy, happy with his torture that he's been promised. <clears throat> so would that have saved the whole movie if they would have shot Sandler? Like if they go, <sighs> he's making a break for it. Bam. Roll credits. <laughs> as long as they keep the Gatorade bath at the end, as long as the other guys <laughs> are still <laughs> happy. And, oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> Sandler <laughs> spasming out. <laughs> so leaves his body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the end that many of the <laughs> stars from a league of ordinary gentlemen wish for every day. <laughs> Please shoot me. Big <laughs> game, sir. That's a week in the hot box. Who gives a shit? Hey!